Let's talk mattresses for a second, people. When was the last time that you have gone mattress shopping? Because I'll tell you, for me, it's been an ongoing laborious process for about a month now. And listen, I thought that I knew everything that there was to know. But when you dive deep into the mattress world, you're going to uncover certain characteristics and features of mattresses that you never thought existed, okay? I'm talking pillow top. I'm talking euro top. I'm talking breathable pocket coils, people. So we end up going to the store to try out mattresses, right? So we dedicated the day. My husband and I are like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to hit the Leons. <laughs> we're going to hit the brick. We're going to just figure out where they sell mattresses and we're going to lay on them. Um, so we go into the first store and immediately we are just overwhelmed with the sheer volume of mattresses that they have, okay? Like, it's just the store is lined (laughs) wall to wall with these things, okay? So the associate, you know, asked us what we're looking for. We said a mattress. I really don't know what else I could say. I could say the size. So we're looking for a queener. And I know that we should spring for the king. (laughs) Okay, I know that. But our bedroom and the way that it's set up cannot accommodate a king-size bed, okay? I realize it. I know that, you know, my sleeping is fit for a king. But you know your girl a queen at heart. You know that's how I need to swing it. So he shows us um, the queen section Um, and he tells us which different ones are what's what. So at first, what I thought I wanted was an adjustable bed. So the kind of bed that the back raises up so that you're a little bit more elevated. And then we're like, you know what? Let's take it a step further. Let's go get the one where the feet are elevated so that it could fold you in half like you have a fucking Doritos Locos taco. (laughs) But... Then upon kind of researching this and seeing what was what, we realized that the head is going to go up at the same time and the feet are going to go up at the same time. And what if I don't want to be up at the same time as my husband and vice versa, you know, like asking the real questions here, really figuring it out. So then we're like, do you have one that splits down the middle? And they said yes. Um, but it only came in a king at that particular store, figures, or um, they were just releasing the queen size because it's not very common that people would get an adjustable bed that splits in the middle with the queen size. So we said, okay. So we looked at the queen size one, researched it. But then there's things that you don't realize. Like I said earlier, the features, the characteristics. What don't you know? You have to get split sheets (laughs) you have to put that fitted sheet on and it needs to be split because otherwise your sheet's gonna go up and down or (laughs) you can makeshift the split um but otherwise you have to get split sheets and I was like you know what this is just like really you know it's really triggering me like this is like an anxiety inducing situation I can't be met with all of these options 
and then, you know, an entire field of different options once you open the door. I was like, I kind of just want to give up. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. So we, we're, we said, you know what, we're just going to scrap that idea the adjustable bed. Oh, and then that was the other thing, like I said. So further in this field, there was adjustable bases. So we couldn't use our own base for the bed. We had to, you know, purchase a different base, uh, a different headboard because the mattress wouldn't fit in what we already have. And there was something else too. What was it? I think it was like, okay, so there was the base, the headboard, and... Oh God, I don't even know. Okay, it was just a mess. I think I just stopped it there. Like my brain has like blacked out the entire idea of an adjustable bed at this point. So every time I see one, I'm just like, no, I can't. So I was just like, you know what? We, we're we not going to do this. Like I, I, it's clearly very obvious that we're not the kind of people suited for an adjustable bed. So I was looking at the more, um, the more type of bed that has, the the memory foam you know where your body just gets cradled by the bed because it's the only thing that understands you and your uniqueness something that I've been searching for my whole life <laughs> so we go and we look at those and we lay on a couple we're like this is nice this one's too firm so I said okay we're gonna look for a bed um, with the foam with with the memory foam or whatever they want to call it they don't call it memory foam anymore apparently like memory foam's obsolete like it sleeps you hot sleeps you hot, 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 hot. and I'm like okay whatever not memory foam whatever you want to call it a fucking cellulose texture whatever the science is show me the bed that will cradle me <laughs> show me the bed that will love me <laughs> um so we were looking at those and uh, we, we were like, the, he was like, uh, what, what kind of firmness do you like? I'm like, what kind of firmness? I don't know, whatever my bed is not currently. So he's like, okay, this one is the more soft, this is the medium, and this is the harder one. And I don't know if you guys know this, I don't know if it's common knowledge, I don't know what people know anymore, um, but... Did you know that with this, I'm just going to call it memory foam. I'm so sorry, people that know everything about mattresses, mattress professionals, if you will. I, I apologize for this. But the memory foam, if your house is cooler, it hardens up a little bit more and therefore results in a stiffer bed. So if you, there was like a rating scale, if your bed is a six, normally in like a room temperature room if it's colder if you sleep colder at night it's going to be like a 6.57 so that might affect how you sleep as well and I was like wow you know I didn't take that into account I didn't realize that so we're laying on the bed and we have came to the we have come to the realization that we prefer a medium soft okay so I don't know what that means it's a 6 6.5 something like that I don't know so we did the research, we looked at the prices, and they were outrageous, obviously. And we go home and we're like, what are we doing? What should we do? I don't know. Um, so the prices were outrageous. We're looking at everything. We go home and we kind of 
had the idea to look at those beds in boxes, you know, the ones where you they get shipped to your house and they're all kind of like vacuum sealed, like, and then you split it open and it just like puffs up like some sort of living organism. <laughs> Must be the cellulose. <laughs> so we were like, okay, we're going to get, we're going to, well, we're going to like get information. We're going to look and see like what these are all about. So when I tell you, when you start jumping down the rabbit hole with that, like you search like the main brands, okay? You search the Casper, the Endy, the Douglas, the Purple, and then you keep getting these uh, personalized ads for just every mattress in a box company under the sun i didn't realize there was so many there was one that was called bloom and then they just like have these obscure names and i don't even know if this is one but it's just like flower and diamond or louise and angela or just like fucking just stupid shit like that right so I was just like, okay, uh, I'm obviously not going to go with none of these well-known ones. I'm not even going to entertain them. But of course, I click on it. And then you just have to read. You just have to filter through all of the information. And your just mind is bogged down with everything that you you want to know about these mattresses. And then they're like, 100-day trial, 150-day trial, free fucking sheets free weighted blanket with the purchase if you don't like it we send it back uh with no cost to you and just stuff like that and i was like okay like which one has the better warranty which one has better reviews and then that's where it can kind of spiral right so you go to read reviews on these mattresses and just the people are so passionate about giving a review with so little information that you actually need. Like you you, you watch like 10 unboxing videos of the brand that you think you want. And all it is is them literally unboxing it. Nothing more. All of the same. And I'm like, I don't need this. When you've unboxed it, describe it to me. Sleep on it. Sleep on it for the 100 night trial and get back to me and tell me if it was shit or not. Like where, where are the review channels, okay? I don't need another goddamn review about a fucking mascara, okay? I don't need it. And they're like, this mascara lasts me all day. I, I showered with it and then it flaked off. And I would say this is about as good as it gets. And I'm like, no, where are the mattress reviewers out there? Where are they? Okay? You have 100 days for free. Send that motherfucker back. Get your money back and be done with it and just review it. I'm sure the company would send you a fucking mattress. I need to know about this mattress. But it's just the fucking Joe Blow out there that's reviewing the mattress. They're like, yes, I can lay on this mattress. It feels good. I haven't slept on it yet, but I feel like it would be great. Like, I don't need your mattress philosophy. I need the cold hard facts. Okay, that's what I need. So obviously I had to weed through hundreds of these video reviews, written reviews, just to get a shred of what I thought was interesting enough so that I could make a, 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 a educated decision of what I wanted to buy. And thank God for that 100 night trial because you know what? I don't even trust it at this point. So I sprung for it. I sprung for the ND mattress. Okay, any ND owners out there? Okay, write me. Let me know your experience, okay? Because I haven't gotten it yet. 
And by the time this goes up, I probably will have gotten it. But I would like to know opinions of yours, okay? So if you're an ND mattress user, owner, buyer, and returner, if you're one of those people, I need your input. I want it, okay? Because I'm, I'm, I'm so over the moon excited for this. Um, I just want to be able to sleep last night. And like I said, this was a laborious process, right? So this is like month in the making. Obviously, I, it was thought about longer before that. But the actual like the brunt work, the grunt work, I don't know really what it's called. But the work was put in about a month ago. The serious, the serious work and research, okay? And then I finally pulled the trigger and I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. But I still want to know. Okay, so we'll see what happens. We'll see when it comes in the mail. I'll do an unboxing of my own. I got to join that cult and see what happens. But speaking of warranties, okay, I got a little something to tell you about a warranty. I wore my wedding ring swimming one time. Or should I say floating because it's not really swimming it's like you sit on this plastic inflatable um you know couch and uh you just float around and you drink booze and it's like this annual thing that me and my husband do he knew these people before me and every year he would get together and you would go and have a weekend extravaganza doing all of this stuff okay and um I definitely wouldn't call it swimming because it's like I said it's like floating and um there's not really a lot of 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 swimming that comes into play but at one point in the evening there was like this makeshift slip and slide and it was like 50 feet long and I was the one in charge of soaping it up, okay? Like, I know my role. I know that I'm not a swimmer. I know that I'm not a strong swimmer. Like, I know that I'm identical to Michael Phelps in every way, except for the swimming ability, right? Like, people aren't calling me up to demonstrate the perfect dive, okay? So I'm in charge of the slip and slide. I have the water gun, that they gave me and it was full of like dish soap and water and I would spray it onto this massive slip and slide and people would go down it and it would just maintain their enjoyment, right? So um, they're going down, I don't really want to, but then of course the peer pressure comes into play. I want to go to the end because it goes into and we float in this river, right? It's like a, it's like a it's a river, like it's natural body of water, and in there, there's like a lot of creepy shit. Okay, stuff that I don't really want to get involved with. So every time we're on the float and you're drinking, so you naturally have to pee, right? So what I have come up with in my years of experience is that I like to dismount the float only halfway okay so I like to lower the bottom half of my body into the water and hold on to the handles with only one hand because then I take the other hand and I move my swimsuit out of the way because I'm not finna get a UTI right so every time that I do that I am literally 
fearful of a fish swimming up my pussy. I am actually afraid of a leech latching onto my labia. Like, I, I do think that a snake would swim up my asshole. So this is very difficult for me. And it's every 15 minutes with this shit. So I don't want to go down this slip and slide and get launched into the water where all of that stuff is going to be, okay? But like I said, the peer pressure, like it got to me. And this was the moment that I'm thinking that I lost my ring because I'm soaked up. I had the water gun. I'm slippering. I'm slippering. I'm slippery. I was moving all of the soap onto the slide at the beginning and all of that. So then I said, okay, I'm going to go down because of this fish fear with my husband and we're going to hold hands. And it's going to be like a cute, like romantic thing. So we hold hands. I hold his right hand, he holds my left hand, and we go down the slide, okay? Everything was cool. We go back to the party, it goes into the night, you know, there's drinks, there's drugs, there's vibes, okay? And then at some point in the evening, I look down at my hand, and my ring is missing. And I don't panic at first, right? I don't panic at first, I just know... That it's got to be around. So I'm looking in like the folding chair cup holder. I'm looking around the chair. Like it's dark. It's just illuminated by firelight. So as I'm searching, the panic starts to grow. The anxiety starts to grow. And when it starts to grow, like it's just snowball effect, right? Like there's no stopping it. And I just killed the entire buzz for that whole party. Like I was crying. I was sobbing uncontrollably. My husband was looking around for it. The people at the party we're looking around for it but to no avail so he's like you know what you have to go to bed you got to sleep on this we'll find it in the daylight when we're sober and it's light out I did not sleep all night I didn't have internet access at these people's houses either so I just played bubble shooter on my phone for like four hours (laughs) and I was like all right I'm done I literally can't sleep so finally the next day came we look around the fire can't find it we look down the slip and slide can't find it we look at the the bottom like where the slip and slide ends and I go in Okay, I go in with all of those fish, all of those slimy rocks, like I'm fucking Smeagol from Lord of the Rings, and he's reaching the ring out of the water. Like, I'm trying to have that moment for myself. You know what I mean? And alas, it never happened for me. So a couple weeks go by, the owners of the house, they were looking around, they're like, you know what, I think, I think it's lost for good. Like, we can't, we can't find it. So we got another ring. And bless my husband's angel heart because he wasn't mad at all. He was trying to calm me down. He was like, you know what? It's just material. Material things don't matter. It's the bond between you and I that's a marriage. It's a union. Like a ring doesn't define our marriage and all of this. Like he was so calm, so reassuring. I don't know if I could handle it if he was mad at me after losing that ring. But I was just upset. And this second ring, I was like, it's not special. Like all of that. But I I just, I, I, I got another one. Everything was all well and good a year later I still have it I didn't wear it onto the float everything was cool but then a couple weeks ago I noticed that it had a bent uh, prong on it 
So I go to the website and like search up the warranty and see what kind of things that they promise you. And uh, they kind of said along the lines of it was a lifetime warranty. And I read some weird shit. I read like uh, if uh, you lose the stone, they'll replace the setting and you just have to pay for the cost of the stone, something weird like that. But anyways, they went through all of like the descriptors and things like such as, and they had something in there that said that they would replace regular wear and tear, blah, 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 something like that. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to avoid this warranty. I'm a smart consumer. I like to think, right? So I go to contact them and I look for their email because I'm not trying to call them. You know what I mean? I don't want to talk to them. I know that they don't want to talk to me. So let, like, let's just do the email thing. So I email them. I said, hey, like this is what happened. Like please advise. They say send us some photos. Send us some pictures. So I take really clear detailed pictures like against a black background. I even take like a little video and I send it off to them. And they're not quick on the draw either, right? So they send me like this is like two days between like communicating, right? So they send it back to me, an email, and they're like, uh, okay, so we've reviewed your photos and it looks like the ring has received a very strong hit to the prong but never fear still send it out to us we will send you a prepaid envelope or uh whatever the fuck and all you have to do is pay 290 us dollars which came with something like 308 dollars canadian and i'm like what in the scammers paradise is that response are you joking me First of all, how is this not covered by your warranty? This is just regular wear and tear. I didn't receive a strong hit to it. I'm not out here like I'm fucking Rocky Balboa, okay? This is not what's happening. I think you need to reevaluate what kind of stuff your warranty covers in terms of wear and tear, okay? You, you, you're telling me that I could lose a goddamn fucking stone, but you can't fix the prong? Are you bantering? So it seemed insane, right? Like, I was like, this price seems insane. I'm going to take matters into my own hands and just like contact a couple of companies to see like their opinion, their estimate. So I go online and I type it in and there's a couple of companies and I send them a couple of emails. They don't respond to me. Uh, I sent another company an email. They don't respond to me. So I'm thinking nobody cares about me. Nobody's answering me. And that started a spiral. And uh, now we're out of it. And now I'm at the mall. So I'm at the mall. I find myself at the mall. It's a Thursday afternoon. It's not too busy. There's limited capacity because of the COVID, right? So... I walk over to the ring shop and there's about four people there, right? There's about four people standing at this, uh, uh, not ring shop, but like jewelry repair shop. It's a kiosk, right? It's like a little eight by eight kiosk. And there's like four people there and I turn around. I'm like, no, I'm just going to wait. So I, I'm going to circle back. So I walk around, I circle back, it's empty, I walk up to the counter. 
the person is there they're fixing the whatever they're fixing the ring the watch whatever and i'm just waiting and i'm not kind of the person to be like excuse me excuse me like that's not me right so i'm just waiting there and it's not that they don't see me like it's an open square that's eight feet long like they they feel my presence it's very obvious and I'm moving around, I'm shifting, and I don't want to be like, excuse me, I'm over here. Like, no, like, please acknowledge me. And this isn't kind of like a sick game that I play. I just want to be acknowledged when I go to your store. Like, I'm trying to get some information. But they're sitting there and they're engrossed in their work, and which would normally be fine and whatever. But the fact that, like, I didn't get acknowledged, I guess, offended me in such a way that they're grunting just really sealed the deal for me and sent me over the edge. They were like, <clears throat> like when they were trying to like fix a battery on a watch. So I turned around and I was like, I'm out of here. I finally end up at this place that has jewelry repair. And I said, okay, I'm going to get a quote from these people. So I walk in. She acknowledges me right away. I tell her what's up. She says, let me see the piece of jewelry. I take it off. She sprays it with alcohol, puts it in a box, puts it under the microscope, looks at it for a couple of minutes and then comes back to me and she's like, yeah, uh, I can't really give you an exact price because we have to send it out to a our uh, jewelry repair head office or whatever. But um, normally uh, this kind of damage, this bent prong will be 20 to $30. And I just look at her like I didn't hear and I was like, 20 to 30 dollars she's like yeah um if we send it out and the head office deems there would be additional repair work done they would contact you and let you know before they did any of the work so that you would be aware of what is getting done and you would pay for the 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 repair accordingly and i go 20 to fucking 30 dollars are you kidding me so I said, yeah, take it, obviously. So I gave her all of my information. I gave her the piece of jewelry. She's like, there's going to be about a four-week timeline for this. I said, fine, take it. I don't give a fuck. I want it fixed. So I'm walking out of there just dumbfounded at the fact that it was 20 to $30. And uh, they sent me like all of the information on email, so the tracking number, this and that. So I got an email. So when I went to check it, I realized that one of the companies that I contacted previously had finally sent me a response back. So I opened it just to see like what they would quote me. And uh, the email said, okay, I would have to see photos of the damage, but normally a price for the bent prong is $20 to $30. So I was like, what the fuck is this company thinking? Are they taking me for a fool? Are they taking me as some kind of sucker? That I'm just going to send my ring over? For 290 US dollars? Are you kidding me? So I go back since I was already in my email. I was like, okay, did I, did I read this wrong? Is it like $29 or something? But I go back and I look and no, 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 no. It's, it's what they said. So I, I was just beside myself. I was like, what? What kind of fucking discrepancies are they working with over there? So I just said, uh, I would not, so I sent them back a message. I said, I would not like to proceed with the repair. Thanks anyways. Bye. You know, like that was that. So moral of the story is read your warranties, people. 
whether it be a mattress warranty or a jewelry warranty or whatever kind of warranty that you have really go through it with a fine tooth comb kind of see like what's what because i don't want anybody out here trying to get scammed always get your second opinion okay read your warranty get a second opinion see what's what okay and uh yeah that's it for me all right so sun's out guns out peace